Hello and welcome to another episode of the Eurocast, the Plurton by Nerd podcast with me, Sam Smart. And me, Noah Smith. <laughs> so, obviously, Champions League finally here, finally back this week. And we yes. got some games and, well, we, we, did, a, we did some predictions a while ago when the draw was first done. All the way back in episode three. This is some yeah. Eurocast law here, but <laughs> back in episode three, we, uh, we did some predictions of the Champions League. And, and I guess we're going to sort of revisit them, sort of like uh, make, make make an adjustment if we yeah if we we'll need do to. A, we'll do another preview about now after this the little Champions League thing I do. The Champions League, uh, yes, the round of sixteen is happening uh, this week and also next week. Uh, the first leg, I think. Uh, I, I haven't got them in order of what games are happening when, but most seems to be happening over this week and next week. Yeah. Um, that's the first legs. And the second legs, like the weeks after. So, our first game we're going to look at is uh, Salzburg and Bayern Munich. Um, yes. In episode three, we both went for Bayern Munich, and there's good reason for that, I'd probably say. But yeah. let's go with Salzburg first and see how they're doing. Uh, yeah, so I've, I've, I've just put some notes here on Salzburg because obviously I'm not really the biggest follower of the Austrian Bundesliga, but I mean, they're 14 points clear on it. So, mm. I mean, I mean, yeah, if the Bundesliga is a farmer's league, then I don't know what the Austrian Bundesliga is. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Salzburg, 14 points clear in that. Obviously, really impressive at the group stage, actually. I, I don't think they'd be particularly good going into it, but uh, they surprised me and they surprised a lot of people. They are really crushing it, you know, they've really gone up to another level, Salzburg. Yeah. And it's like they've got a, a good mix of players as well. Like obviously, people when people think of Salzburg, they think of their youth players, like obviously Kareem Adeyemi and uh, like Brendan Aronson, who's been linked with a uh, Leeds United. Uh, I'd also recommend someone like Benjamin Sheshko, who's yes, uh, exactly, a good striker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, they've got they've they've got some good young players. But they also have like experienced players like Zlatko Janusovic, used to play for um, Werder Bremen, Bundesliga, uh-huh. like. Yeah, they've, they've still got experienced players as well. So, I mean, obviously Bayern can't, like, they can't be underestimating this team because they have proved this season that they do have what it takes to, you know. Uh, I believe Nagelsmann might have actually managed Arby. Actually, I don't think he has. No, sorry, ignore that. He's not, he hasn't managed Arby Salzburg. Has. No, he managed he, Hoffenheim. Yeah, he went through a different path, but a lot of man, good managers have managed Salzburg in the past as well. So, and it's, it's an RB, RB team. Nagelsmann has been very slowly, he was a small part in the RB machine. Yeah, I guess, he was yeah. there for, what, two yeah. seasons? But yeah, that's Salzburg. How about Munich, the other team? We were going to be playing them. Uh, they're six points clear in the Bundesliga. Um, however, they've had some slip-ups in recent weeks uh, to Mutra Gladbach and Bochum, most uh, notably. Yeah, um, I mean, I'll talk about the Bochum game later, but I mean, yeah, it, I, 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 I kind of put that in there just to say like, I don't know, Bayern have lost, but I, but I don't so they could lose to Salzburg, but I really don't think yeah, they are. Yeah, we both went for Munich in uh, episode three. What do you think? Do you think Munich is still going to win? I, I, as much as I do like Salzburg and I like their team and I like their players, but no, they're not, they're not going to win. Yeah, no, I feel this is a pretty much, not a surefire because you never know what happens in the Champions League, but yeah, you could probably bet my house. I could probably bet the house, the whole house on Munich. I'll be honest. Oh. <laughs> like it's it's pretty comfortable. I'd like, never bet my house on a Champions League game I feel like or I, any football game. To be honest, if there was a game, it would be this game. Uh, yeah. Not no disrespect to Salzburg, just that Bayern Munich are 
despite their little recent slip ups, they are still a dominating side. One of the best teams in Europe still. So mm. it's always going to be an uphill struggle for Salzburg. Something else I want to know as well, this is kind of a local derby as such because they're only, what, an hour and a bit's drive away from each other. I mean, yeah. Because Munich's in South Germany. So. It's Bavaria, yeah. So, very Austria, very close. So, yeah, yeah. it'll be an interesting game. It's, but, yeah, it's going to be fun now. I'm excited to see it. Um, but, yeah, poor, poor Salzburg. Yeah, I don't think they're getting much further. Uh, sporting will face Manchester City. Um yeah, I mean, both went to City last time. However, I don't want us to be underestimate Sporting. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, last Sport- year's Premier League of champions. Uh, they're not. They're not doing as well this season. No, they're, they're in second, but I mean, they're still a decent side. I'm not oh, convinced yeah. though, at all by them. I mean, Bruno Amorim has um, really made Sporting a decent outfit because, yeah, especially before and Sporting have always did everyone be able to get hit that kind of those not heights, but compared to Porto Benfica Sporting always seemed like a lesser side in recent years of under Bruno uh, Ruben Abouin he's really turned that team into you know a, a, a top Portuguese side again yeah back where they should be yeah and you know I mean whatever happens Ruben Abouin gets a big stage to prove himself because he's been um, kind of linked to a lot of clubs given how well he's how quickly he's risen in the Portuguese mm-hmm. leagues like he used to yeah, I think he like he, he, he used to manage like Braga but before that, he managed to have had a second-tier team. Uh, he got put to, given to Braga. He did really well with them. Went to Sporting. He just, he just wherever, wherever he's gone so far, he's been super successful. And yeah. he's, about, he's about 36, 37. So. Yeah, he's really... I, I, apparently, he's, he's like a week older than Ronaldo or something like that. Yeah. Like, like the, So he's still really... like For a manager, that's really young. So he's had an impressive career so far. So this will be a, you know, a, test, a test to see how, you know, if he's the real deal or not. Uh, against Man City, who... Um, well, the nine points clear in the Prem. Uh, I mean, they're, they're quite good. Yeah. <laughs> however, <laughs> I think that describes them. However, I would like to say Lyon. Yes. I mean, that was a different Man City team. That, that, that was the bottom uh, job era of Man City, I feel like. I feel like they're entering a new sort of another dominant stage, job era. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there was that stage. There was also, uh, I think as well, it's just a sit in the Champions League. And I can never be t- totally confident in the Champions League just because of their, you know, recent past of balling it in the Champions League for no utter reason apart from Pep overthinking something. Um, True. Like the PSG game is a prime example of him for, for some reason not picking a defensive midfielder. Not PSG, sorry. Um, who was, uh, Chelsea. Chelsea, yeah. Um, I don't know why you wouldn't pick a DM, but you know, apparently. It's just, yeah, I see what, I see what you're saying, but like I feel like if there is a team to upset City, Sporting yeah. just isn't that team. I, I just yeah. don't feel like like even in the group stages, like they only got through. I'm not sure if it's on goal difference, but they were very close to Dortmund. Like they they got beaten pretty comfortably by Ajax twice. There is that. I don't know if that's just I don't know if that's um because of the strength of Ajax. Because Ajax are like even though they're playing the other divisions, it's always hard to kind of like say, oh, how good they actually are. But they've been fantastic. They they actually are like a yeah. They they're pushing on like you know I mean probably seventh eighth best team in the world maybe like just which sounds insane because it's Ajax but just give, they've just been so great and I don't know if that's representative. I mean you know be, getting beat by Ajax might not be as bad as a thing as you might think basically yeah given how good Ajax have been. That's true, but I mean 
I think I feel like they only I feel like Sporting only got through because they had Besiktas in their group. Mm-hmm. And Besiktas were utterly dreadful, like yeah. genuinely like awful. Like how were they there? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like okay. if there was like an actual competent team in their group instead of Besiktas, they would have they wouldn't have got through. But we'll see. I mean, I'm probably. Yeah, I feel like City's still going to win. We both went for City last time. Do you think that's going to be the case? Yeah, hundred percent. I think. I think if I, I feel like I'm more confident that City will win this than Munich will beat Salzburg. Ooh, uh, maybe. Given how Munich have been a bit um, dodgy as of late, possibly. But yeah, I, I think City are going to be going through. Um, yeah. Anyway, Benfica will take on Ajax. Um, now, I actually, when I heard back, I was like, I wondered why you went with this, but you, you just did for some reason. <laughs> um, but I went for Ajax, you went for Benfica. Yeah. Um, yeah. Benfica are third in the Premier League. Um, but, you know, even the Champions League, they always do quite well. Um, as, as I've got here on the notes, Darwin Nunes is uh, one of their key players. He's really, he's really kind of come, he's always been decent, but he's kind of come into his own this season. He's yeah. really he's fulfilling that potential. Um got 18 goals 18 games this season which is always a, a, an impressive statistic yeah, great record I actually have had they are five points clear in the Eredivisie and they were so good in the group stage uh, oh, Sebastian, so, yeah. of, I mean they created so many chances Sebastian Haller like, scored so much like he's been great as well I mean yeah I mean uh, like I, I know I said Benfica back then, but I think that was just literally for the sake of argument. <laughs> that was literally what you said. You just said it. Well, you know, I'm going to be different. You said Benfica have a chance, and you were like, "Oh, well, yeah. just of different times, I'll go Benfica." Um, but oh, I feel right. like I feel like the more time's gone on, I'm just I'm just covered of Ajax just because they're so good. Ajax, like, yeah, like I, I don't. They've just been incredible, and like Benfica we, could do it, and they get it. You know, it's still Ajax, I guess, but yeah, I don't I, know. I still stand by the fact that Benfica can beat any team in the Champions League and they've shown that before. Like they've beaten Bayern Munich in the Champions League. Like they've beaten these teams. Benfica always have that chance and especially going into this game, it's against Ajax. Like this isn't, this isn't Bayern Munich. This isn't Real Madrid. This isn't PSG. This is Ajax. I, I know Ajax are very good, but there's certainly, like Benfica have beaten better teams in the past than this. So I don't see why they can't go and win. I don't think they will, personally. <laughs> I know I said for uh, Benfica back then, I don't think they will win, but I think like it, it's closer than it might seem at first glance. Okay. Well, I'm still going to go for Ajax. I think they will prove their class over two legs. Um, and oh, I'll throw the manager's just called now. I should know now. Eric Ten Hag. That's the one. Eric Ten Hag, yeah. He'll... he'll I just... This is well, probably, this is well, also is a bit impressive. This is actually might be their best ever side, which is incredible given how many good sides they've had before. Yeah, <laughs> like there was a 1920 side, I believe. Was it 1920 or 1819? Um, uh, oh, the semi final side, I think that was um, 1920, no, 18, 1819. I don't know, it was 2019 side, and also there was a, a yeah. very good Europa League side as well. But yeah, this yeah. one's just also incredible. It's just I don't know. For me, I feel like it's Ajax. Uh, you could you could change if you like. It's up to you. I think, mm, I think Ajax will win, just. But I definitely wouldn't be surprised if Benfica won. Okay, trying to cover your bases there. So yeah. we're going both going for Ajax now. Um, Chelsea taking on Lille. Oh dear. <laughs> yeah, I honestly I have no clue how Lille were in the last sixteen. 
Um, I don't. Yeah, they've just they've been good in the in the Champions League. They've actually been good. Like people like Jonathan Davis have really like stood like stepped up in that in in the group stage. Yeah, because Leo have been absolutely torrid in Liga. Oh like, yeah, they've been like last, so if this was the Liga last season, then it will be a very exciting game between two sides. But this this is not going to be good. Uh, Chelsea are going to absolutely dominate. Um, well, I say absolutely. Chelsea do have it in them to mess up, just because, especially recently. They haven't been quite as dominant as usual. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I, I feel like Chelsea go win this, don't they? I mean, it's probably. Yeah. I, mean, I know Chelsea haven't been like on fire. Like they, they've been fine in the Premier League, but like Leo have just been so bad. <laughs> and I'm also like, I'm just looking, like, just looking at their squad. Like, <sighs> no. <laughs> like, they've got, they've got Jonathan David. But besides that, as well, to be fair. As oh, well. And Renato Sanchez. Uh, Sven Botman is a decent defender. And Sven uh, Botman. Okay. Yeah. But besides, like, I'm just looking, the, the, you cannot in 2022 be yeah. playing Hatem Ben Arthur in a Champions League <laughs> round. I'm sorry. Just, you just cannot be doing that. I hope they start him. I hope he starts. He better I, start now, actually. And I haven't even mentioned Jose Font. I know Jose Font's good. He was he's, good. He's, but 20, he's, he's, he's like 40. <laughs> he's 38. Well, you know. <laughs> look, I, I mean, they're going to lose anyway because they haven't got my own anymore. So there was that. True. I, um, yeah, it's not the, quite the same team. They've lost, you know, they've lost Renildo, who played well. They've lost um, Minen. They've lost Akone. The, um, they've probably lost other people that I can't even think of. So, yeah. Barak Yilmaz just hasn't quite hasn't, been the same. No, I think Turkey kind of took a while out of him. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Uh, Chelsea going to win, basically. Yeah, Chelsea definitely going to win. Atletico Madrid will take on Manchester United. Um I went United, you went Atletico at the time. Yes. Uh, Atletico sit fifth in the Liga. Uh, I think that's true. Yeah, it is true. Um, but you've put here, they always shop in the Champions League, which is true. Yes. Uh, although I don't think they've ever been this, not this bad, but they've been, this This season feels like it's a bit of an off season for Atletico Madrid, like no more, no more than normal. So they have not been on their game. Yeah, true. And the, the, the main thing I've noticed is that they haven't been defensively solid uh, in recent times. I think I saw a stat, it was like, Jan Oblak actually has the worst save success rate in Europe's top five leagues. He's having a weird season as well. Like it's a mixture. Just things are things don't seem to be aligning for Atletico at the moment. Um, yeah. For the, for the notes about United, you just put no one knows a lot about United. <laughs> so I'm guessing. I, I feel like I figured you could talk about United because you support them, and you know, I, I would, I'd like I'd be interested to hear your opinion on. This Unfortunately, side. I have to talk about United. Uh, <laughs> right. So under Valfrednik, we've actually we've been better. We've definitely, especially in the last two games, uh, we drew against Hampton, we drew against Burnley. Uh, on the face of it, that sounds horrible, but we've actually played quite well in those games, especially the first half. Um, Vasha's playing on the right wing, Sanchez playing on the left wing. It's been great. Uh, Ronaldo also has been, he hasn't, he hasn't been firing, but if he fires again, we should be able to win games again. Um, where, where, this, where this comes into this is basically, it's Atletico Madrid. We have Ronaldo. I know he's been. Like the recent performances, it don't indicate anything's going to happen. Yeah, but Ronaldo and and Atletico Madrid, I just that's going to be a goal, there, isn't it? Surely, like he's going to, and the Champions League as well. Yeah, yeah, he probably will score. I mean, given Atletico Madrid's poor um, form of late, I know we have poor form as well. (sighs) The issue has got is our defense as well because we Maguire has had like Maguire's. I was going to say he's hit new lows, but he's done this before. <laughs> but 
Um, yeah. yeah, I don't even know who I said about Punisher is going to be in the game. Um, it'll be Varane, obviously, because he's great. But I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's either Lindelof or if hopefully Bai is fit enough to play. Um, so I'd rather Bai than Lindelof, personally. Some fans will not agree, but I think Bai is the better centre-back. Yeah, I agree, um, I think. But I think yeah. With Atleti, though, like, I feel, I feel like this this tie's really weird. Like, both of these teams aren't are very good at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm just, I'm probably going to back United still, despite all of, like, what, I mean, Atletico haven't, because they had injuries, right, but they've come back to those injuries, and they haven't, Atletico's still not been amazing. Um, I mean, arguably last year, they also overperformed a little bit. Um, so, that the legal win, it's I, they still probably deserved it. It's just, it's not quite as impressive as you might think. Yeah, um, considering they haven't been like dominant or anything. Um, I don't know. I just, I'm right, gonna back United on this one. I think, I think we can get a winner. Let's go. If there's ever a time to, you could probably get a winner for Madrid the Champions League. It's probably this this year. Yeah, uh, I think this is probably the, the worst Let's Go we've had in a little while. I think they're still good, but it's just like, mm. yeah, I, I don't think either of these teams like deserve to win a game. <laughs> like, the only thing I would say might have more fire. In them, yeah. Um, if things get tough, that let's go to a team will find a way. We more United, it's less likely we're going we're going to. True, I think I think Atletico will win just based off of their Champions League pedigree. Like mm, I'm still going United, so we have a different like yeah. finally. <laughs> anyway, next one: Villarreal versus Juventus. Um, yes. We both went Juve um, when we first did this, and I was I think kind of probably still going to be the same. Yeah, I was kind of relying on UV improving, and they have. They have UV have improved. Yes. Um, especially with the new signings they've got with Lahavich and uh, Zakaria. Yeah, they they're looking much better. Like the the start of the season was awful, but now we're like, I think that they're fourth. They're fourth yeah. in Serie A, which is which is it sounds like for UV that's like not very good, right? But if they you think a, about where they were at the start yeah. of the season, that's actually really good. Like they have picked up a lot of form. Well, they did. They basically got players that I mean, it was just a good render. They got Zakari and needed a DM, and needed, they also needed a um, you know, another another attacking player. Yeah, of Lahavich that. So yeah, you know, it's um, Lahavich yeah. is already scoring for them as well. So, so yeah, I feel like probably I think probably I, I think it'll be a Vlahovic first time in the Champions League now as well. Yes. So get ready for his Champions League oh, debut. Hold on. I thought he had it like. I doubt he had it for like Red Star, whoever he played off, played for before. That's what I'm thinking. Did he play? I don't think he was that great for them anyway. Uh, I was partisan. Don't worry, partisan oh, right. went in the Champions League. I don't think. But yeah. Um, also, Villarreal haven't been amazing. Uh, they've had a very mere season. Um, they haven't been awful, but they've been very inconsistent. Like they'll they'll win one game like two three 0 and then the other game they'll lose three two like two three 0 They've been very just up and down Villarreal. Um, okay, well, so I can never predict how good Villarreal are actually going to be. Like, I swear, you could probably do two legs if Villarreal might beat Juve 2 0 and the other one they might lose 5 0. Like, you, I, <laughs> I mean, that could I definitely happen. I generally do not know Villarreal. Like, they are, uh, you know, they haven't been consistently great. And also, you know, players like Jared Murray, you know, as you noted here, haven't been amazing this season. They've still been decent. That's the thing. But eight goals in 13 is good, but it's not, well, it actually is quite good, to be fair. But, if you think about it, it's the Champions League as well. I, yeah. I you know, I, I, I have my doubts that he'll turn up against Juve. Um, I, I can see that, them winning it. 
though still. It's a, there's a chance, but given how Juve strengthened, I'm pretty I'm I'm pretty happy with to stick with Juve for this one. Yeah, same. I feel like Villarreal have gone back to sort of old Villarreal, just like their level being there. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they're like so they're still a decent outfit, and I I you know it's it. I think they did they do deserve to be in this in the Champions League uh, for this season. Yeah, maybe but, not the knockout round though. No, maybe not. But anyway, yeah, you Juve to win that game, I think. Yeah, and obviously, well, Juve's Italian rivals, sort of Inter. Yes. They'll be facing Liverpool uh, in what is, I think it will be a very good tie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it will as well. Uh, into a second Serie A, but have a game in hand. So I still... Uh, yeah. to kind of, uh, they're, they're basically top of Serie A. Uh, Liverpool second in the Premier League. Uh, they, are, uh, they are far off City, I say, but even then Liverpool are still on quite good form this season. Like they've kind of, they come back, I guess. They're back to be Liverpool. Yeah. Um, look, I, oh, it's tough because like, both teams are on really good form. Inter under uh, what's his name? Inzaghi. Uh, yes, yeah, they, you know, they, they, they Honestly, it's like Conte never left. Really, like it, yeah. it, things are just being on the same kind of track, and um, that always makes it very dangerous. Um, you also joked that because I think I mentioned that oh they haven't got they haven't got Lukaku anymore, you know. And you were like, <laughs> oh, Jekyll definitely could probably score now. <laughs> Jekyll has been good. Anfield. Jekyll has been good, and I. He's been good, yeah. He's really like he's literally coming and taking that Lukaku role and just thought, yeah, it's mine now. Like yeah. he, he, he's fitting perfectly, which is great for Inter Milan. I mean, I know I joked that he'd score a hat trick at Anfield, but like he could. <laughs> he's a really, he is a top striker. He really is a top striker, Jacko. But I'd, I'm I'm still going to go Liverpool just because it's I just the thing is it's Liverpool. Yeah, that's the only reason. I know it sounds like a weird reason, but Liverpool. I don't know. It's just they always have a spirit about them, and. It's like they're actually, if anything, they've actually strengthened with their new signings. You know, Luis Diaz is. Um, oh, that's a great. Gives, gives you even more. Like you got Jota and you got Diaz as well. So if anything goes wrong, you have more different players to play. They're getting more versatile, and they're actually they're actually going more of a squad Liverpool, which is what they need to do. Really, um, I mean, I think Liverpool could. You know, if they just signed, all they have to do is just sign more players, and they have got the money to do so. I feel mm-hmm. like somewhere I don't know where it is, but they have money, but they haven't spent that much. So yeah, I think I agree. I think. Liverpool will win this game but mm-hmm. like with Inter they haven't really done that great in the Champions League especially in recent years or well, basically only in recent years and that's why well, I don't think yeah Inter I don't really associate Inter recently with Champions League success mainly because they've been yeah. they haven't actually been in it for a lot of it but like, also when they have been in it they haven't been amazing yeah I think last year they were knocked out in the group stage mm-hmm. in a group that had like Shaq, they got like, like Shaq Dardanets got through that group so it's like hmm yeah, not really filling me with confidence, but they like this season. Like, I definitely wouldn't be surprised at all if they beat Liverpool. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, yeah, no, Liverpool will win though. I, 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 a little bit of me wants to say Inter because they, I, their league form has been so good. Mm-hmm. I mean, not over the past couple of games, but over the whole season, it's been really good. So, yeah, but Liverpool are Liverpool. And in the Champions League, they win. That's what they do. Yeah, so it'll be a fun game, though. I really, I, it'll be probably one of the better games. I'd probably, probably be the best game actually of the of the knockouts. I'm going to say that already. Actually, no. I was, was going to say maybe maybe I've that just or seen the, the next, next game. Tie, yeah. Never mind. I've just seen the next game. I forgot these two teams existed for for some reason. Uh, the yeah. final one I put down: PSG versus Real. I went PSG at the time. Sam went Real Madrid. Yes. Um, 
both teams are having good seasons in the leagues. Yes. By looks at the table. Uh, PSG, however, I feel like they've been, uh, despite dominating, they've been underwhelming. I don't know if that's Ooh, because okay. they expect, I don't know if that's because people expect them to be incredible or that, I don't know, things aren't quite clicking with PSG still. Like, hasn't, like, I don't know, it's, it's been a few, it's, they've probably just been there for a little while now. And PSG could be more efficient, I'd argue. Yeah. Um, like, if, you know, I feel like they could, I mean, well, I, I, I think PSG could, th- they definitely have the resources to win this game because PSG have a lot of options in that midfield. That's why I put, I said that last time as well. And I still maintain that. I mean, you can get, there's a lot of midfielders there who could like, who have, you know, can, if you want to, if you want to have more kind of like, like if you want a more attacking, not attacking, what's the word? If you want more creativity, you could bring on some like variety and stuff, you know, to do that. Or if you want to just um, try and be more defensive, you, you they have players like Dino Pereira and Herrera and people like that who can, you know, and Paredes, who you are real workhorses in that defense, that midfield side. Uh, you've got Marquinhos, who's a great center back. Uh, well, I say great, he's probably he's one of the best out there. Uh, one of the best of the world right now. Um, I don't think Ramos will be playing. I don't know if he's fit or not. Um, he's been decent when he played. I'd love actually. to. I'd love to see him play in that game though. Like Ramos hasn't been bad to be fair. He's still got it. It's just, he just has no fucking fitness anymore. Yeah. Like it's just gone completely. Um. So in terms of PSG, they could definitely win this. And it, also the thing of Messi as well. I mean, Messi hasn't, I feel like Messi's still got a few assists in Liga. And even though he hasn't quite got the goals people expect he would, he has been quite unlucky as well. Uh, yeah. The amount of times he's hit the woodwork and stuff in, in Liga, it's been kind of ridiculous. Um, <laughs> so the, goal, the goals are smaller in France, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. But yeah, um, it's Champions League. Messi might just turn up as well. That's the thing. She gets Real. I mean, he's due to have a few goals, so I'm yeah. still going to go PSG this one. However, you can make the case for Real though, because I will make the case for Real. I do think they're still going to win. I stand by my prediction because although like the stats here, PSG 13 points clear in their league, Real Madrid four points clear. It is in their misleading. League. Yeah, it's misleading because yeah. La Liga is much better. Like no offense to La Liga. Oh no, Liga even. It's but more yeah. competition. I wouldn't say it's better because better makes better makes it seem like. It's not just about how good the teams are. It's also about how fun the games are. Yeah. So, both are valid leagues. But league, La Liga has a better quality, yeah. Obviously. Better I think, quality of team. Yeah. I think, and Real Madrid as well, this is probably the, well, no, I say probably, this is the best they've been since they won the Champions League in, um, what what year was it? 2018? 18. 18, no, 19. 19. They won it in 19. No. 19. No, they were, geez, I can't. No, it was like Gareth Bale scored it was a bicycle kick. It was 2018 because they, Liverpool won it in 19 because they won the league in 20. Okay. That's how I remember it. Right. So, yeah, this is the best they've been since 2018. I wouldn't say they're at, the, at that level, but they, no, obviously, the obviously they're been. not at that level. Because no. that, that team was ridiculous. Like that, that team was yeah. disgusting. That team had Ronaldo, Bale, uh, Benzema, like that was you know, Modric, but, Cruz, Casemiro, all in. Like, oh, no, that team is ridiculous. But still, like, I know, back, obviously, yeah, of. like Real Madrid's front line now, obviously, back then it was Ronaldo, Bale, Benzema. They've still got Benzema, who's probably better than he was back then. Yeah, he's, he's and, taken more of the ball. Yeah, and they've got uh, Vinicius Junior as well, who's been on fire this season. Yeah, um, so but, he'll be scaring the PSG defence still. I don't... Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no, it's just like... Also, Mbappe gets to play against the team he's going to go <laughs> next season. Um, yeah. That's not... It's not confirmed, but it might as well be. I'll be honest. It, like everyone, like, it's kind of like 
the worst kept secret Mbappe's going to Real Madrid do you reckon in this game like Mbappe will be trying to score for Real and then like Ramos will be trying to score <laughs> maybe for Real as well Mbappe, they just both with switch teams Mbappe's actually despite all the new signings Mbappe's been the one that's kind of shining for PSG if anything so yeah. expect him to play well expect him to kind of come out uh, I say that they probably Real are going to dominate now but you know <laughs> uh, expect Mbappe to get a goal I do feel like if there is if PSG are going to win it, it will, the key is Mbappe. Yeah. But then again, will he want to score against Real Madrid? I mean, yeah, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think Real will win. I think I, I feel like Benzema and Vinny will just be like this. This this will be Vin, Vinicius Junior's like big Ooh. like breakout game. I think that's a big call. But I, like I feel it. like, I like monster it, performance against PSG in the Champions League just to burst onto the like you're going way out stage. I, li- I like that Vinicius Julia thing but uh, unfortunately it's not going to happen because PSG are going to win <laughs> that's my pick as well no you're so, wrong that yeah. game's on tonight as well so that's very exciting as well the first leg this will probably come hopefully it's coming come out on Tuesday unless I completely forget which I have done before I've um like there was one time where it was like it was like nine o'clock at night. I was not nine o'clock, so it was like eleven o'clock so at night. I kind of I was going to just go into my bed and I was like, shit, the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so I was like, I'll just do it tomorrow. At least it got out. But yeah. Um but that's yeah, the Champions that, League done. That is all the Champions League predictions. We'll, we'll, we'll briefly move on to a little bit of news because Chelsea won the Club World Cup, but it's kind of an irrelevant competition, really. I'm I wouldn't tell Chelsea fans that. Yeah, <laughs> Chelsea fans calling themselves the best team in the world, which I mean, technically, like, my entire timeline's been that, and yeah, I mean, technically, but I mean, it doesn't really help in the other your best of the world, but like the teams you faced were Palmeiras, Al Halal, and yeah, I don't know, probably Al Jazeera was there as well at this point. <laughs> they fucking they were, they were news uh, thing, but I feel like the Club World Cup. I've, uh, it, surely it just like the Club World Cup would be so good if it would just revamp to be like an actual Club World Cup FIFA want to do that though that's the thing they want to actually turn into that it's yeah. just obviously UEFA's like can you not because <laughs> Champions League and all that that's, that's what people would like to do that I, I'm sure the FIFA, like I don't know I forgot who runs it now but he loves he would love to do that um, is it uh, Gianni Infantino is it I, I think so I forgot his name I think that I think that's the guy but yeah, um, he's an important guy. But Chelsea beat Palmeiras in the final. Um, they didn't play particularly amazingly, but they still got a win. Uh, an extra time penalty from Kai Havertz. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Their reward is a really cool looking badge on their shirt. That's well done, too Chelsea. fair. That is cool. The badge is cool. I'll give them that. Right. Uh, um, I think that's all the news. All the, all the news done. Is it? I think. Yeah. yeah let's start with um, the Syria. Syria. Just, yes, because. There is a little bit of news coming out of Serie A this week as well because uh, Salernitana, I don't know, this is a random bit to start with, but Salernitana, they uh, they drew with Genoa mm-hmm. at the weekend, at the bottom two. Uh, Salernitana got a point, which is rare for them, but they still sat their manager anyway. <laughs> uh, they sat their manager, Stefano, Col- oh, here we go, Colan Tuono, I think. I think that's about sort of right. And th- why is this relevant? Well, it's because... because Andrea Perlo is rumoured to take over at Salernitana, which would be cool. I mean, he'd be managing Serie B next season. So, yeah, I, I'm, I, I, I do want to see. I, I do want to see what Andrea Perlo would do at a different club other than Juve. 
but I'm not sure if going to actually no, this might be good because he managed he managed um what was it it was Juventus's youth team so he hasn't actually managed like a um like a club that isn't Juventus and to go into a club in who will be in Serie B next season probably I feel like it's kind of like that Frank Lampard situation, maybe. But like- yes and no. Uh, I mean, Perla, I think Perla deserves another shot at a club. Yeah, definitely. Um, because I actually do think he's a decent enough coach. I don't know, I don't know what his management skills are, are like. That's the only thing. But tactically, he's fantastic. Mm. Um, you know, he's a, he's, a, he's a great mind in that case. Um, again, well, I, he still has something to prove in terms of his management skills and stuff because I don't know how well it went to Juve. I can't imagine it went too well just given, you know, there's a lot of egos and stuff there. Yeah. You ask a lot for Pirlo to do that. Uh, Salatama might be, it's interesting. I don't know if it's the right move for him, personally. Um, I feel like, like with Lampard as well. Lampard, like, since after his Chelsea thing, he's been waiting for moves and stuff. And he could have gone to people like Norwich and stuff. He didn't because he didn't think, you know, I'm not, not saying Norwich are going to get relegated just because, you know, um, it was a risk for him. Because, you know, yeah. there's no chance, there's no, you know, there's no um, <laughs> indication that he'd be able to keep him up. But... I don't know it's it's risky for Pirlo to go to Salatama. I'll be honest. Uh, I don't think for them it is because you know they. If it goes badly, then they could sack him. If it goes well, then then yeah, they've got one of the most like, well, not, not one of the most wanted managers, but like, but they have a promising manager. He, he's definitely yeah. a prospect, Pirlo. Um, it would be interesting. I just I, I'm surprised he is rumored. It depends how desperate Pirlo wants to get back to the management. That's the thing. True. Um, I'll, I'll, if I was him, I'd probably wait it out. I'd wait out until like, I don't know, like Sampdoria or something like that. Honestly, he might like just somebody who isn't going to get relegated. Well, Sampdoria. Might I feel like Genoa would be a better shot just because Genoa are more established side. Not not you know they haven't aren't doing well, but they're more they've got more infrastructure and more of a um. True, Gen- um, Genoa will probably come back up, especially if Perlu's in charge. If Genoa go down, yeah, because Genoa. I mean, it doesn't matter who is in charge. I think they're going to go back up just because Genoa a fairly big side, really. Yeah. Um. If you, oh, you that. say that, I mean, big sides get relegated from Serie A and they don't, mm-hmm. I guess. Not, they don't always come straight back I up. guess, but I feel like with Genoa, they... It's, like it's, not, it's not like the Bundesliga where like Cologne or Stuttgart will get relegated and then just come back up within two years, like guaranteed. Like it, it's so, big clubs have gone down in Serie A and just never return. Mm, I guess. But yeah, I don't know. But uh, Pirlo, I, I, he would have to be back in manager at some point. Um, I just don't know if it's this is the right call for him. But yeah. we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. That is true. But we'll go on to the rest of Serie A now. So uh, Napoli and Inter played a 1-1 draw, which is a big uh, big game, especially in the context of the title race as well, because Napoli could have actually gone top if they won the game. So like, Serie A is a very... It, like, the title race is really close. Mm-hmm. And it looked like Napoli would go on to take top spot because uh, Lorenzo Insigne scored from a penalty. But then Ed and Dzeko, talked about him earlier, uh, equalised, uh, uh, split the points. But this was probably the best result for Milan, really, because... Well, AC, AC Milan. Milan. Yeah, yes. not Inter Milan. Because this allowed them to go top with the 1-0 win at Sampdoria, uh, thanks to an early goal from Rafael Leal. So, yeah, I think... Inter has still have a game in hand on AC Milan. So they, I'm not sure who it's against, but they'll probably go top. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, Milan top for now, which yep. again, they've like, Napoli, Inter and Milan all in the title race. They've all had really good seasons. 
like any one of these three teams, even like Juventus probably could win it. That, that would be miraculous if they did after this awful start. But yeah. Atalanta, please, please. I, <laughs> could, <laughs> mathematically. I could be a, I'm going to be a dreamer. <laughs> yeah, I mentioned briefly the, obviously Sampdoria lost to Milan there, but Sampdoria, they're really slipping towards the relegation zone now. So mm-hmm. they're definitely in that battle. Uh, between them, Venezia and uh, Cagliari. So you speak of Atlanta and Juve. Uh, <laughs> they had a 1-1 draw, didn't they? Yes, they did have a 1-1 draw, uh, which is another big game, but this time not for the title, but for the top four race, because whoever won would take fourth place. Uh, Atlanta thought they'd taken it, again, similar to Lisa Napoli earlier, but they, they thought they'd taken it uh, with a goal from Ruslan Malinkovsky. I saw that on Twitter, wasn't it? Like a good... Um... A good free kick? Or? Yeah, yeah, it was. Really, really nice free kick. Uh, obviously, Manningovsky, like, he's so versatile as well. So, like, just a fantastic... Oh, no, it was a free kick. Well, it was a free kick, but someone laid it off to him and he smashed it home. Yeah. Exactly. Like, Man- I, I really rate Manningovsky, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, yeah, no, he's really... Um, Marlowski's really... Um, I don't know, I feel like... Well, I, that's how to do this, but they kind of take players who are kind of not underappreciated, but... Um, they gotta take players from lower league, like lower, lower teams. You wouldn't exp- like they've kind of haven't got that much press about them, and they turn them into like big stars. Like they're one of the teams that turn players into big deals. Yeah, I feel like they're they're like they're what's what's the word? They get the most out of any player they got. Really, scouting their scouting is really good. Yeah, they're, but also the coaching. They great identify as well, talent. I feel like the coaching oh, yeah. there is great. Like it's that's how they're just really well run. Like Gaspardora as well. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, some uh, are just really well run just in general. But yeah. obviously, unfortunately, they remain fifth because Juventus grabbed a late draw thanks to Danilo, who I completely forgot was a player. <laughs> I didn't know he played for Juve. I'll be honest, you could have told me he played for anyone. I, I could have, I, you could tell me he played for Porto, I believe you. I, 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 I thought he was like back in Brazil or something. I thought it was for like a, like... I'm well uh, but he finds a way yeah. to appear Danilo. He's still a good player to be fair. I don't think he's, he's not, the, he's not quite, he's quite the player he was, but, I mean, he's just kind of. I mean, he's, he's had a really good career. He played for Juventus, Man City, and Real Madrid. Oh yeah, no, he's always been a decent enough player. It's just, I don't know, he kind of goes to the radar now, doesn't he? Because he's not really a top yeah, class. He's not, not, not like a standout name, is it? Not anymore, no. But anyway, he's still a decent player. So yeah, top four in uh, Serie A, looking like Milan, Inter, Napoli, and Juventus, with Atalanta just behind. So, yeah, that title race and top four race is a definitely one to keep an eye on in Serie A. Speaking of title races, La Liga. Um, I say that I'm not going to start with the title race games because uh, they weren't very exciting. What was exciting though was the Espanyol Barcelona game. Uh, I, I think it's called the Catalan Derby. I'm not entirely sure. I know the two Catalan clubs. Yeah, that would make sense. I'm not sure if the Derby's called that, but I'm just going to refer it as the Catalan Derby. Mm. Um, Pedri popped probably in the first goal. Uh, for Barcelona whether Sergi Darda meant that the Espanol were level at half time uh, Darda then put a ball in for Raul de Tomas to um, put Espanol in front in the 64th minute however of all people <laughs> I, ha- I thought it was Frankie when I first saw the news and but it's no. Luke de Jong again <laughs> Luke de what Jong. is he doing he's on fire <laughs> Luke de Jong out of nowhere is bagging important goals for Barcelona I, I'm going insane what is happening Yes, in like the 96th minute, he scored a um, uh, he scored a goal, 
that stopped Espanyol getting their first win against Barcelona since the 08-09 season. Oh, so, uh, cool stuff. Also, Gerald Piquet and uh, Melaled uh, were both sent off in that, at a time after they both kind of had a bit of a clash. I mean, that's expected in a derby though, really. And the final thing I want to point out is Adama Troy. He's, uh, he's got two assists of two now. He's been great. He's actually been great in Barcelona. Isn't that more than he had at Wolves? <laughs> Probably like this, this season. season. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's great. He's been great, Adama Troy. He's really... Um, I think mean, Xavi's got the most out of him. I think he's really... Um, he has a different dynamic to Barcelona because he, he, Adama loves tra- taking players on. He loves tripping past players. You know, he's he gives them something different. And yeah, I don't know. I just feel like uh, his heart defenders are, is a night defend, for for defenders. He's a nightmare as well. So yeah, yeah he's, he's uh, getting the most out of his time at Barca so far. And it's great to see him play. Actually, it's great to see him play for Barca because he deserved to move to a club like that. Even despite his poor performances at Wolves, he still had that ability. I, I wouldn't say poor performance. Like it's just he hasn't quite had the. Um, the, the output, I guess. Isn't it? Yeah, you'd like, you'd like to see him kick on after his uh, like good season he had a couple of years ago. And it's, really it's great to see him, especially at Barca, where he's, you know, he's finally come back and he's actually going, it's going all right so far. So that's always a good thing. Mm. So yeah, well done, Adama. Congratulations. <laughs> um, another game to note, Atletico Madrid took on Getafe. Um, you might be wondering why I'm covering this game. It's Getafe, but no, um, it was a very interesting game. Um, after 37 minutes after the coverage of the 2-0 up with goals from uh, Angel Correa and uh, Matias Kuna um, Getafe how somehow were leading 50 minutes later um, <laughs> Morel and two Uno penalties both from handballs um, meant forgot that forgot the rules they? <laughs> apparently Atletico Madrid just forgot what rules were um, meant that Getafe were leading 3-2 but before the second half Correa also got a goal to make it 3-3 so Absolutely mental first half. Um, the second half was not quite as much of a goal fest, but Felipe was still sent off in the second half, which exciting, I guess. Atletico Madrid kind of left in the lurch a bit. However, the substitute for him, Hamas, well, not substitute, but the substitute that came on, I phrased that wrong. <laughs> but Hamas came in to obviously try to replace that hole in defence. Uh, and he also, he got the goal. Uh, they got the winner for Atletico Madrid. Uh, so a 4-3 win for Atletico Madrid. Um I mean, crazy game. I, they they were the better side, but Katafi still had managed to get off a few, quite a few shots and stuff. I mean, the penalties do make it. I would probably just skew it more to Katafi, but they still played all right. Um, but yeah, Madrid a bit, yeah, probably more exciting than should it be. Madrid got the win, um, which is important for them because they really need to try to get themselves in the top four next year because that top four race is, yeah, it's interesting. Um, you know, it's one team, it's probably gonna, a team's going to miss out, basically. Yeah. A, a big team. So, well, they hope probably them. Bar- Barca and Atleti could definitely miss out this year. Both of them. Anyway, uh, Sevilla beat Elche 2-0, which is a great win for them. And what made it even better was Real Madrid um, drawing to Villarreal uh, 0-0, uh, which means that Madrid are now only four points clear of Sevilla, Sevilla at the top, which is very exciting because <laughs> I just, I want to I want to see a tire race. I want to see Sevilla yeah. winning the league would be great, especially with Junior Lopetegui, who really just needs something. Sort of a come comeback story after he was obviously sacked by Madrid. Yeah, and beat him to the title with Sevilla. That would be Real Betis beat Levante four two, and Real Sociedad beat Granada two 0 <laughs> 
after all those results, uh, the La Liga looks like this. Obviously, Madrid, four points clear, Sevilla, but getting closer and closer. Um, I mean, I I did set out with Sevilla, but like, if I look at Madrid's team, they should be winning, really. Like, Sevilla's squad isn't the best. Um, oh, I, I wouldn't say. Would it's say decent, but Sevilla squad. probably shouldn't be in this situation. <laughs> oh, I'm just going to professionally search for your squad. Oh yeah, you'll, you'll you'll see what I mean. I thought they were they had a good squad as well, and it looked at some of their players. I was like, oh no. I mean, so. Uh, yeah, you might be right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Diego Carlos has been linked with a very expensive move. Um, anyway, Barcelona. Yeah. Whilst he's searching, Barcelona four points behind third place Real Betis. So yeah, that that Real Betis. To be fair, uh, still maintaining the third spot. Uh, I mean, Barcelona have to go a, a, a improving, but so which might. Nate better, he's a bit nervous, but man up pedigree's side for the time being. Trapezig still looks like could be on the cards. Um, Manuel Pellegrini back in the, the Champions League with a overperforming La Liga club, possibly, possibly. Although Barcelona, Atleti are still there, still thereabouts, and they have the quality to if they wanted to kick on. So, so yeah, that's the league, the league, and the league. As Spanish. the league finish, we'll go on to the League of Bundes. Oh, <laughs> Which uh, had briefly mentioned it earlier, but the uh, the big game was Bochum actually beating Bayern Munich 4-2. And, uh, well, it looked like it was going to be a, a just a routine win for Bayern when Robert Lewandowski to, uh, gave them the lead. But then <laughs> Bochum stormed into a 4-1 lead, thanks to goals from Christopher uh, Antwiadji. Uh, you look... Jürgen Lacardia, Christian Lambert. Lacardia? Is that Brian Lacardia? Yep. That is oh. <laughs> that is the one who used to play for Brighton. <laughs> uh Christian Gambo and uh, a really good goal by uh, Garrett Holtman. Like he just sort of like sort of Iron Robin esque, but from like the opposites from the left hand side instead of the right hand side. Like, cuts in and then just puts it top bins basically. But yeah, uh Bayern got one back later on, thanks to another goal from Lewandowski, but uh Bochum held on for a famous win. Uh, Bochum as well, like they've been quietly having a really good season. Yeah. They're, they're 11th. They're above Wolfsburg and Gladbach. Which is impressive for Bochum because, you know, um, they're not the, at the moment, I don't think their squad is particularly the best squad. Oh, no. Like, I mean, they, they, it's probably a squad that you would think would be, it's got some quality in there, but you would think it's, you know, trying to battle for relegation. But no, they, they covered the mid-table, kind of comfortably. Like um, you, you look at that, like just look at even some of those names that scored. Like Jurgen Lacardia was awful at Brighton. To be like, fair, he had, he has some ability on about him. Um, so yeah, and like was it Christian Gamboa played like ten games for West Brom? Like this is <laughs> this isn't a team that's like that good. I think they, they, were, they, were, they, were, they were promoted last season. The only player I really knew about was um like Salvatore. I forgot his name now, but this is striker, uh, like Guardiola or something like that. I forgot how to say his name, but yeah, no, not the best yeah. team, Bochum, but they're doing well, and uh, you know it's good for them. Good they were overperforming. Yeah, especially after being promoted last season. You know, they're, yeah, they're they're having a good season. I mean. Well, they're, they're definitely going to stay up at this point. But I mean, hopefully team, you can carry it on as well. Well, another team who, uh, well, used to be performing, but after this game... Yeah, they've not, dropped off a bit. Yeah. Union Berlin using 3-0 to uh, Dortmund. Two two losses on the bounce for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they've dropped down to seventh, I think, now. 
yeah, they're in seventh. Uh, but yeah, losing 3-0 to Dortmund. Dortmund, uh, a brace for Marco Royce and a, another goal from Rafa Guerrero. So, I mean, good win for them. They're six points behind Bayern. After Very important win for them, actually, because they definitely, you know, it's, it's important they keep the pressure on. I still, I'm still not convinced they'll win it. But, no. um, you know, if they, if they keep the pressure on, that's important. Um, I mean, if Bayern lost to Boca, then, I mean, they could slip up again, but... It's I possible. It's not, out of, it's not out of reach, but Dortmund and Graf are now relying a lot on Bayern slipping up rather than them performing well. Yeah. I mean, Dortmund are prone to slip up themselves, especially mm-hmm. with their awful defence. Yeah. But, I think it's clean sheet here, though, so that's always a good thing as well. Yeah, clean sheet, but it's... I mean, yeah, I was going to say it's only to Union Berlin, but, but Union Berlin have been really good. Yeah. They haven't... Well, they, they sold their star man, though. Uh, yeah, Cruiser. but they have other players around that could that could challenge the keeper. I don't think it's the end of the world for them. Yeah, they. I mean, Champions League looking unlikely for them now, but I mean they're, they're still in the fight for European places, so absolutely they'll go on and get one. Yeah, but, uh, in the champion, another club in the actual Champions League spaces is a uh, Bayer Leverkusen. They beat mm-hmm. Stuttgart four two thanks to goals from Musa Diaby, Amin Adli, Florian Verts, and Patrick Schick. That's a good. That's a good set of players. I want to point out. I know. Yeah. I, I sorry to stop you there, but that's a good set of players. Like you know, it shows you the kind of quality Leverkusen actually have. You know, Musa Diaby, uh, French Astro actually. I think. I think he's got a few caps. Yeah, I think. I think he has actually. Uh, Amin Adli, uh, decent enough. I think where he plays, he is a Kamini winger, uh, I, I, midfielder, yeah. midfielder. A Florian Verts again, like complete, like a wonder kid, next Kai Abbott's kind of thing, basically. And yeah, then Patrick Schick as well, who's region. still scored uh, tons of goals. Still season. scoring goals, um, having a not a breakout. I'd say breakout. He's kicking on for the Euros. Yeah, so. yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I totally agree. Like Leverkusen's squad is, I mean, it's probably the third best in the league, which. Makes sense because they're third in the table. <laughs> yeah, impressively, like, and they've kind of risen up this year. Um, they sort of, I mean, with Leverkusen, like there are a lot of teams in Germany where you just don't know if they're going to like underperform or overperform. Leverkusen, Leverkusen are definitely one of them teams. Yeah. That's also part of their business model because they are a kind of team that they kind of they always foster young talent. That's you're always going to get that if you do that if you're on that kind of side. Yeah, they are. They are buy buy young talent, sell them off for cheap, higher club. That's always that's kind of be the Leverkusen thing, really. Yeah, um, and also develop talent as well. But yeah, uh, Stuttgart. They're not looking too good. They're actually uh, now in the automatic relegation places after six losses in seven games. Uh oh, they've absolutely plummeted down the table. So not good for Stuttgart. Not looking good for them. Uh, Furt one. <laughs> the comeback's on come on they've got three wins now this season so uh, it's looking up for them <laughs> uh, I don't think they're going to be getting out of the relegation places but you never know let's hope a uh, little, little roundup of sort of the battle that's going on so four teams from fourth to seventh are all on the same points those are Leipzig who just moved into the Champions League spaces uh, for the first time this season I think I have a fear that won't be the last time in the Champions League spaces as well. Yeah, given I feel the like quality they got. They're probably the most likely to go on and get it. But I mean, Hoffenheim, Freiburg, and Union Berlin are all on the same points. And also, Köln, Mainz, and Frankfurt are just behind them on like two or three points behind them. So, I mean, yeah, that European race is definitely on in the Bundesliga still. And that is like, it's going to be really exciting to see what happens there because, you know, yeah. all of those teams. I'd like to see all of them really qualify for Europe, but not all of them can. So, 
it'll be exciting to see what happens. But that is uh, Bundesliga done. Yes. Uh, the final league we'll talk about is Liga. Um, and the, the biggest game I kind of pointed out just because of the you know quality of the two teams and where they are is PSG again. Um, uh, it's very important for PSG as well to you know get a good momentum through this game because they've got a massive game against Real Madrid tonight. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, uh, the PSG Ultras actually didn't take their seats until the 30th minute in protest. And they, all, they held up kind of banners the entire time talking about the leadership of the club and also um, some you know, certain players not performing and stuff. So it's weird. Despite the not performing, I know that, but if you see <laughs> what, what I'm trying to get at the point, what a lot of fans take up as well is that PSG seem to be they're not as dominant as they should be, really. And I know that sounds like oh, you know, beggars can't be choosers. Not that. I mean, what's the what's the phrase? I mean, they can't. Um, be, you, you wouldn't think they should be able to complain. Yeah. But given like how much investment they've had and how dominant, like they've got a kind of a gold squad of anything. Yeah, the fact that the players aren't quite still clicking is worrying. And the PSG did have the best game against uh, Red. They, they were they looked a bit looked a bit flat. Uh, Red weren't incredible themselves, but they defended well. That's the thing about Ren. And um, for most of the game, they held um, PSG. Um, Mbappe was kind of the shining light for PSG this game. Um, he had a goal uh, disallowed narrowly in the 65th minute after a Messi through ball. Um, however, Messi would also you know, play Mbappe through in the 93rd minute for Mbappe to get the winner. Uh, that's how PSG got the win. Uh, you know, just about squeaking out a 1-0 win. Um, but yeah, the Ren defenders and keeper all played quite well. But despite that, wasn't enough. Um, Messi again, he's always creative. I, 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 the thing I've noticed with Liverpool as well, Messi, if he doesn't score, he's always there about the build up and stuff. You know, with the assists. Yeah. So he's still doing stuff, Messi. He's still, and I mean, he's still a good get for PSG. He's, you know, obviously, yeah. I mean, he's still <laughs> not. I wouldn't. I wouldn't argue. He's bring. You know, he's still not living up probably to. He's not a dominant. He should be. You'd think, but also. Yeah. True. The thing you got to know as well is PSG don't gain, don't have possession the same way Barcelona do. That does sound like a bit of an excuse, mm. and you can make an argument it is. But you know, if if Messi hasn't got the ball, it's not really all he can do. He do is he? Given the kind of player he is, true. <laughs> so I feel like yeah, Messi has underperformed, but like you, you can't, you just can't write him off. No, and also yeah, again, if if yeah, if PSG um, like if they control the ball the same way Barcelona do, for example, you might see more of Messi just because he gets to you know hold it a bit more. Yeah. Um, so there is that argument um, but yeah uh, I mean uh, PSG get lucky I'd argue against Ren um, Ren can't be too disappointed not too disappointed they can't be um, too upset with the performance because they played alright but just you know but yeah away at PSG is going to be the hardest game you're going to have in the league yeah and Mbappe so. played well so you know it is what it is um, real talent that he is I'll be honest and it's a shame it'll be a shame when he, goes, when he leaves to Real Madrid <laughs> Luckily, I still get to cover them. Probably because I'm doing La Liga, so that's that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, the next next game we're talking about is Lyon and Nice. Um, um, the, I mean, Lyon haven't been amazing this season, but this game they beat Nice two 0 which is very impressive. Given, I mean, Nice recently have kind of um, they've been a bit more. They haven't been as dominant as they were earlier on in the season. Um, I've noticed they're still great, Nice. Um, I mean, compared to the rest of the league. But uh, Leon played well. Um, Lucas Paqueta had a goal disallowed in the fifth minute. Um, we said Debele, though, would uh, score a penalty to make it 1-0 anyway. Um, Amin Giawi uh, had a goal line... Uh, his goal line clearance stopped Leon making it 2-0 before half-time. 
Uh, however, that wasn't enough um, to stop Leon getting the second goal as Toko Akambi would make it 2-0 after the break. Um, and then kind of the rest of the game, um, Leon just dominated the ball. They were always in the opposition half. Um, I mean, yeah, just a really good performance by Leon, uh, really. Like, they, they, they're firing on cylinders. And if you look at the team they've got, they should be, really. They've been kind of underperforming. Yeah, they've been a bit underwhelming in the league, really, haven't they? if you look at the team they got and the players they've got, Leon, even without Bruno Jimenez, you know, they're still great side and they've got a bunch of great players. Um, Underbelly as well has proved to be quite a good uh, little get for Leon. Um, he's kind of, um, he, he has he brings a lot of energy to the team and he, he's, he allows other players, you know, because uh, he was great this game, he kind of allowed a lot of players to play their game, let them allow the midfielders to, you know, be more comfortable in passing and stuff and not worry about defensive uh, things, let the strikers be more attacking. You know, it's a, he worked way hard on Devil in this game. So he's someone I want to point out as playing well, as I think he should have, because he's a good player in Nabele. I don't know how Spurs yeah. ruined him. I don't I, know I how. I feel like it was just his attitude at Spurs. Like, I'm not sure if he was homesick or what. Like, but he's he's sure. a loving in France, to be fair. Yeah. And, you know, I hope, I hope he, you know, I, I hope Leon do well just for his sake, because he does, does deserve playing top level football. Um, yeah, he has the level. talent, definitely. He, he deserves to play, be, be playing Champions League football. So I hope, you know. And the Leon definitely won't get it this season because you only get free Champions League spaces in France. But yeah, I mean, given how Leon are doing the second half, you know, they expect expect to see him in Europe next season, um, somewhere, probably Conference League. But <laughs> we move, it's, you know, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, other games I've noticed no, as well: Leon beat Montpellier away with a Shaka goal. Uh, Monaco and Lorient drew nil nil, while Lyon and uh, beat Bordeaux three two. So close. <laughs> Uh, and Strasbourg got an away win to Angers uh, with, with the only goal coming from Kevin Gomero uh, PSG are still clear in the top 13 points I think still no is it 13 or uh, 13 yeah I can't remember it's so stupid 13 points yeah uh, Marseille are four points clear of um, third place Nice which is good for Marseille they've you know still performing well yeah I mean they're a huge club we've no I talk about them all the time if somebody do this but Marseille are good uh, so in Nice Strasbourg are fourth only Pre-season. one point behind Nice they actually yeah. could they, they could they are literally only one point behind Champions League football which is kind of insane to me Strasbourg probably shouldn't be in this situation oh, but yeah. the Liga always has this thing about throwing up teams who you know come out of nowhere I mean Montpellier won the league in 2012 um, yeah. with a team that shouldn't have won the league even despite Olivier Giroud's being amazing you know and then we felt these kind of, I mean, law, I mean, to be fair with law, they've probably deserved being in a good position given uh, the way they play. They've been quite good. But yeah, I don't know. It's nice, it's nice to see Strasbourg playing well. You know, it's always nice to see those teams kind of booting out all the, you know, established teams in Liga. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Rennes, Monaco and Lyon are all behind Strasbourg then. And all on 37 points. So it's still a lot to play for somewhat uh, in France, apart from the title, because PSG are inevitable. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yeah, and the the, the other thing that is inevitable is the end of this episode. <laughs> yes, unfortunately, we have to end. Um, we not you also might know we're not in the studio this week. I'm sorry about that. Oh, um, yeah. I I still can't quite access it, but I'm hoping that gets fixed. Hopefully, um, hopefully we will because Zoom is. I mean, Zoom Zoom's fine, but you know. It's fine. I've actually figured it out. In the studio. I figured out a way I, f- I could sound better now. Like last week, I sounded a bit better because I downloaded the Zoom app. 
because I just did it off browser. I sounded really bad, like I was on a phone. Uh, but it's only essentially because on browser, it just doesn't like it hates it Zoom. But on this, I sound better, so that's good at least. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so we'll see you next week. Uh, we'll probably be able to talk about all the Champions League games, and I actually can't wait to watch some of them because there were some, especially PSG versus Real. Oh yeah, I'm taking notes as we speak. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. See you next week. Yeah.